What's up, everybody? Here it is. Season one finale of The Last of Us. We made it. We are here. and We're going to do a full-on spoiler review of the episode. Now, this is a big thing episode, so thank you for joining me on the channel. I appreciate you. If you're brand new to the channel, you've never been here before, you're just looking for spoiler reviews, do me a favor, we are, as of this taping, only 100 away from hitting that goal of 70,000 subscribers to start doing live shows around uh, the country. So we hope that you join us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Man, we are ready to go, and this episode kicked my face in. You did more than that. You got, uh, you got tomato sauce on your face. Look how clever I am. <laughs> I got you. You clean your strawberry off your face. It's a cut, dick bag. How you feel about that? You ever get a cut in your face? I hope that you do, and you go to work. And like, hey, clean your face. <laughs> Assholes. Go ahead. Have a blast. Um, anyway, let's get into this thing, man. Got a lot going on. And it was really an emotional roller coaster. And for people who don't know, I have been playing this video, the game. I've been playing the game. Um, and I have, and again, I just reiterate this to people who are tuning in for the first time. I had the game on my shelf for a very long time, the remastered version of it, and I didn't play it. And I said, you know, now that this show's coming out, I'm going to play it, but I want to wait. I'm going to watch the episode, and then I'll play up to that point so I don't get spoiled. And I did that for the majority of the season except for last week. Last week I had played the game first and then watched it and did that to compare and 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 really was very happy that I did it because I wanted to get the insight from the video game players who had seen it before, said, okay, that is interesting why I wonder why they didn't keep that or why didn't they change it and all those types of things. So, and I'm glad that I did that. I did not do that for this episode and I'm glad I did not because I didn't want to give myself, um, I didn't want to know the reveal yet. I didn't want to know the big uh, ending and I'm really glad that I didn't. And, and I know some stuff was added and this is where I'm going to ask the game players because I haven't gone back and played the game yet up until this point. So I'll do all the comparisons and I might get some things wrong from my memory of the stuff that I played so far. So again, please correct me if, if I'm wrong inside of doing so. But here we go. Let's let's get what they did add, and they they used the the voice of the game Ashley Johnson, who was who by the way was played, and not only played the voice of Ellie, she was in Growing Pains, man. She's in Growing Pains. She's a little girl in Growing Pains. She never ages. She's fantastic in this role. Really, really good. We see this woman running. The second, and the second I saw her with the the baby bump, I saw this guy be Ellie's mom. And I did not know that she, I mean, I didn't know who she was because I was a Growing Pains fan and seeing her other stuff, but I didn't know that she was the voice of Ellie until at the very end of um, of the reveal of the, the after show. But she runs into this place. Now, the only thing that, does she know that and this is a question I guess for all of us because this isn't in the game from what I understand. Does she know that there's only one infected person coming after her? Or did was it like a slew of them and she just thought she got away? Or was she running away from that one particular infected person? Because if so, she handles that thing fairly easy while she's laying down on I mean not easy, I shouldn't say she gets bit, but you know what I mean? She takes she's able to take her out laying down about to give birth. My question would be, if it if she did know it was only that one, why not just hide behind the door, wait till the stupid thing comes in and stab it in the head? You know, if if you're gonna, if that's or or hide behind the damn door in the in that room. But again, maybe she thought it was a whole bunch of them. Nonetheless, here she is inside of the the room, 
and we know, all right, well, this Ellie's really born into this shit, like legit born right into this garbage and the way that she's done it and this knife, the way this knife plays into it from the start to finish. You understand so much about everything. The writing in this show is just tremendous. So here she is. She's, she's sitting there. She's waiting. Doors rattling. This is pretty terrifying in general. We haven't seen an infected in a little bit. And we see it in the flashback now. And this thing comes flying through. Those, every time those spores come out, man, it's just so creepy. She takes it out and the baby's born. Ellie's born. You know, we're just waiting for her to say Ellie. She does. She cuts the cord. Lies. Tells Marlene, by the way, that she cut it afterwards. I mean, cut it beforehand. She cut it afterwards. And I get why she lied. I totally understand why she lied. But there you go. She's Ellie's born into the world. Now, what they did that I thought was interesting also was this whole setup and listening to the creators afterwards talk about it, that they wanted to make sure that Ellie gave birth to Ellie. The voice of the game gave birth to the, the the one that the new Ellie that we know from the show, and I thought it was a really nice kind of poetic way to do it. It was a tremendous job by Johnson in that role. She did she was so good, and you hear her how she was talking about that role and how it how it um you know loving the character so much and and finding a way to be able to do it this way, and it was it was really good. It was really 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 good. And what they did as they they go to the credit scene, obviously, and then and when they come back from it, we first we when we see this face to face between old Ellie and, and new Ellie, and you know just the mom and a daughter and a great relationship here, and knowing kind of the transfer passing of the torch, if you will, and us really getting to know that this is this is this hero that we've been following the whole entire time in in Ellie, and that she's, you know, this is this is the birth of the potential savior of the world. So then they cut through the credits, and and we get. We don't know what's happening. We see Marlene, and I guess if you go back, you realize you, they obviously made her a little younger, so you realize kind of right away if you if you pay attention to that type of thing that this is her finding uh, Ellie's mom. And I love this scene. Like, right, she's got she had the knife up to her throat, ready to take herself out. She didn't want to feed her. I love the, the again the detail. There's certain there's something I'm going to get into a little later in this. The detail in this show and little things that are said and brought up. She's like, I didn't. She's like, she's hungry. I didn't want to feed her, but I cut the cord. And she like, looks at her. She's like, I cut it afterwards because she knows she realistically she had to cut the cord and she cut it quick. That's really what happened. She cut it quick because she didn't want the infection to spread and everything. about you, you could see how she's this is Ellie's mom and the way that she's thinking and, and everything about it. And she tells Marlene, she's like, look, um, and, and we learn a little bit more now that Marlene has known Ellie's mom for a long time. And she shows her the infection. She's like, I'm, 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 I'm in trouble here. Take my kid, raise her. She's like, I can't do that. You got to. You got to do it. And give her this. Give her the knife. Tell her about me. That's it. And or, or take care of her. And that's it. And Marlene, she, and she's like, and kill me. And she's like, please, please. And she's like, no, I won't. I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. And she's like, please. Runs off and realizes that she's got to do it. And when Marlene comes stomping back in, you know that she's going to do it. And that's that bit of loss, and you know right away the kind of world that we're living in, the sacrifice that she needs to make, and ultimately what Marlene is all about. And this great shot of Ellie now that, you know, years later, here she is. But even this shot, which is so good when they start out, is such a different version of Ellie now. After everything that she just went through with David, like she is just transformed. She is in a 
different mindset. She's not there. She's not that lovable kind of Ellie that that we know. She's not this, and and she shouldn't be. She shouldn't be. And I love that they a lot of times in a lot of movies and shows they just go, oh yeah, this kind of tragic thing happened to this person. Yeah, even though they came out of the better end, they're okay. They they killed somebody. They're cool. She's she's a wreck. She's a wreck, and she's mentally trying to figure out how to, this trauma that she went through. She's trying to figure out how to deal with it. And I I loved this. Loved all about it, but the best part about it, and this is like to me, I think that out of all the stuff that Pedro Pascal has done, and obviously the 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 different emotions that come in through at the end, but like it's this stuff that I think he really shines in because he has now accepted that he is going to take on this girl as his as his daughter. I mean, this from the second that baby girl thing is said in that last episode, this is who what he's accepted now. This is his daughter. He knows it. And he's trying, he's telling her, he's, he's trying to, he knows that she's in trouble. And he's, and he's laughing with her, he's trying to talk to her, he's trying to get her back. He tells her he, he found the can of, of the, the SpaghettiOs that, that she liked. And, and she, we, we know she's just not there. And he knows. And he's just trying to talk to her and he's trying to get her back. He's just trying, just trying to do anything he can to, get to, to, to kind of get her back to, to where she was. And just helping her kind of as a dad, kind of nursing through it. And that's what this show does so well is it starts to teach you throughout these episodes the the trust that these two have for each other and how much they've relied on each other and how much like love now he's got now he's he says it as much right this is he didn't have a purpose he was he did, when you see him in that first episode after you know 20 years have passed and his daughter's been gone for 20 years his purpose is gone he's he's ironically he's as dead in the eyes then than he as he is when he's walking through that hallway at the end of this episode because his purpose is is this little girl and he and everything about him he's accepted that and he knows it and he's opened up and he's 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 the most himself he's the most himself and he's the most the version of of himself in this pandemic that in when when he needs to be like the 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 darkness and the evil and everything that came out of him because there was some evil shit that he, st- he does in this episode. And there's some evil shit that, that he had done in the past and, and admitted it as much. But the difference is in where the evil, I think, was there to get himself to survive. This is to protect this new love and his purpose. So you have this whole entire scene here where he's just talking. To her and, like, this is why Pedro Pascal does such a great job. Like, the, it's the light in his eyes right now. Like, he looks... And we're going to compare it to what we see him later on. The light in his eyes right now, he just seems like a guy with his daughter walking, having a conversation. You know, he's, and he almost, he lets his guard down at one point too, because, and that's maybe one of the reasons that we see what we see. Um, sorry, let me just get this. It's bothering me. There you go. And Ellie's just kind of like, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, she's like, no, 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 it's, it's cool. It's cool. And she's just, she, and again, Bella Ramsey and the way that she's able to articulate this, but this is going back to their relationship and who they are as they're, as they're walking through this. And he's like, all right, here's what we're going to have to do. And she's still there. Ellie's still there. She's like, okay, yeah, I know what we got to do. We got to, you're going to make me, we're going to go to the building we're gonna go up top. We're going to scout it. And then he stops and he plays with her. And he's like, well, no, I got some dynamite. I'm going to blow up the thing. And she's like, really? She's like, no, but I got you going. Didn't I? I was good. And like, it's little things like that. That adds so much 
to the characters and so much to the relationship and so much to the purpose of both of them of what they want to do and 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 how Joel is accepting this now Joel has Joel's all in he's all in and we, and we know it and here's something that I loved that's coming up here that I was so curious about if they were, what if they were going to do it or not they they go through and they get into this building and the set design it's so straight out of the game I love it this part here as they walk through I said I'm so surprised and they might have done it once or twice in, and this is where there's a couple of things I'm going to ask you guys for people who played the game. There's a couple of times that they might have done it, but I don't remember it. And I said to myself, what? "You know, what would be great. Wait, they haven't done one like boost. They haven't said, hey, let me give you because in in the game you you boost Ellie up like 75 times and she throws down the ladder to you and." You know, and you got to set up the ladder and do all that stuff. And it, and it was like, it never happened once. I was like, that's kind of a bummer. I, I, I get that they don't want to take all the gameplay, but it'd be nice to have it happen once. And right as I thought that, he goes, hey, let me give you a boost. And gives him a boost, and they get the ladder, and she's kind of still kind of off days and into her, her own world still. Boost, he boosts her up. She throws down the ladder, and then she sees something. Now, this is another question I have for the game players, because I can't remember where I am in the show. I mean, excuse me, in the game, I have to go back and watch, but I I thought that I had stopped right as they were on the highway, but maybe I didn't. I thought that this happened, the the stuff with the giraffe, I thought that this happened right before Joel, in, in the game, he, 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 he falls in the show, he gets stabbed. And I thought that that's where that, that happened at the university. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what happened. But I think it worked perfectly here i think it worked really really well here and it does it it go it it kind of snaps ellie back into it a little bit and it shows her the kind of the wonders of the world still and they and and joel sees it and joel's happy to see her happy again and that's and that's what it is and they and they see and they're able to kind of look at the world as it kind of there's still innocence in the world there's still this kind of thing in the world and it gives her that bit of hope right as they're both having this conversation, he's like, let's get the hell out of here. Let's just go. And again, what I think is so great about this episode, again, is as we get to, you know, we're, we're building up the relationship as we have for the previous eight episodes and everything that they just went through in that last episode, that by the time you get here and you start to see that it's Joel once again going, they, they've been there for each other. They've consistently been there for each other. And Joel is now trying to be there for, again, nurse her back into mentally because he knows, he understands, and he says it even if you watch the preview stuff where she had to take that guy out. And he goes, you're a kid. You shouldn't have to go through this. And after what she just went through with David, and she had to do that, and he's like, you know, hey, it's, he's, that's what he's feeling, and you can see it. And it's just a great way to kind of spin it all. It's... And it's also why I, I think there's been some criticism. I haven't seen a lot of it, but there's been some criticism that there wasn't enough infected. I love the use of the infected in this so far. I love it. And even even though I said in the last episode where the, David kind of tr- – in the game, you, you get into this whole fight with the, um, with the infected, with Ellie. So that's where the trust comes from. And would it have been great? Yeah, with the arguments that some of you guys made or, or you, saying – a lot of the infected probably couldn't survive in that climate. I said, not, I agree. It's not not a not a big concern. It would have been cool to see, but not a big concern. Hasn't hurt the show. Hasn't hurt the show at all. Even when they show the infected, they show the infected in this one by the infected 
going after her mom and showing almost like this is what she was meant to do. She was born to fight the infected. This is what she was born to do. Her mom went out fighting the infected and getting bit, bringing her into the world, and she's born. she was born to fight the infected. Um, so they had this whole conversation right here about it, and it's, this, is, this is about this conversation right here is the epitome of what this show is, and this is purpose. Both of them. Joel is looking at her, realizing that she is his purpose and not anymore about just getting her to where she needs to go. It's about protecting her. She's keeping him alive now. She's keeping him alive. She even says, she's, look, I know, because he says, let's get the hell out of here. Let's go stay with Tommy. You know, I'll protect you. I'll do that. And she's like, I know what you're trying to do, and I appreciate it, but I got to do this. And, and it, just, it just signifies who these two people are. And I and he's like she's like we got to do this and he's like he he nods her and he's like I'm gonna do this and he's doing it again for her more so for the love of her as we see later he don't give a shit about saving anybody he he's doing this for her he is all in he loves this girl and he wants to make sure he is he, because it is he had such a loss for his with his um with his daughter and he never thought that void could be filled. Ever, and she, he says as much in the episode. Like, she, like the, she was the one who kind of started to heal him. Twenty years it took, and this girl comes in to heal. So he's going to do whatever the hell she wants to do. And she, sh- she's like, I want to do this. I want to get there. I want to finish what we started, and then I'll follow you anywhere. And that's kind of why he's like, all right, let's do it. So they start to to walk through, and this is, and I think again, correct me if I'm wrong, game players. Like I remember when they they walk through this camp and they have these conversations, but, um. I remember it completely different. I think they're walking somewhere else before this happens. I don't, unless, because I remember they go into like this, this is when a lot of the infected happen in, in the game. Like you're fighting in this little abandoned um, tunnel in the highway. And, and I think that it's way before this. I think it's as they were going to the the, the uh, university. University? Sure. University. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. But I do remember the camp. Maybe this is where I stopped playing. I don't know. I got to go back and look. But whatever they have these great they have this great conversation where he tells her because he tells her he told her previously she asked him about the scar and he says yes some guy shot at me and he missed and i shot back and i missed too and he tells her the stories i almost took myself out i just twitched i don't know what happened and took myself out and he's again he opens up and he's honest with her and this is where we find out like where she says she's like yeah you know it's time heals and he's like well time and they can do with it and basically lets her know that they have this great moment where she understands she knows now from this from from where there were those moments throughout the show the episodes where she was just kind of like trying to crack the hard exterior of Joel she's cracked it and she knows it and she and she is listening now and she appreciates the trust and again when you're watching it and you and you're you're really looking at it um i mean for anybody who wants to write write television or write movies. I mean, this is the, this is the show to do it because it's like the little things that they write and the little way, like what they do and how that they set these things up through these conversations, the way that they make us really care about these characters. It's, it's, it's due time throughout the conversations like this, the more moments that you have and you understand the motivation in general, uh, especially for what goes down at the end of this show. So 
they're um you know they have this great conversation but what it leads to also is it leads to yet another funny moment because she's like all right let's let's get going now let's let's move it and he's like you know what i'm in the mood for she's like what is it silly puns and she lights up and she loves it she can't wait she starts telling him so and this is this is such a great it, like the way that this show does this the the flip of emotions right it's like okay right now we want you to feel kind of settled and here are two heroes they're good but now we want the tension to go up a little bit now we want you to, oh, what wait, wait what's that oh it's just a bunch of giraffes take it easy okay oh what wait we want you to really see in the drama of what they're talking about and the purpose the purpose the purpose okay you feeling that you get that okay now we want you to take you really into an emotional level here because here's Joel here's what he did here's the dark place he went to but here's the hope here's the hope she's the hope she's the hope but now we want you to laugh now we want you to laugh so in order to make you laugh and feel a little better we're going to start to get into those jokes. Oh, we, we feel so good. We feel so good. Okay, you feel good? You feel really good now? You're, you're nice and happy? Okay, good, because now we're going to turn it on your head because now there's going to be a guy in the back with a smoke bomb, and he's going to toss it at them, and boom. And you're like, oh, man, right as he puts his guard down, right as Joel puts his guard down, you're like, uh, if you're not playing the game, you don't know what's coming, because I didn't. And I was like, oh, now, what, now what's happening? They're, they're so close. What's happening? And before we go into what's happening, I got to let you guys know, I'm excited. I'm very excited because we're back uh, and we're, we're working with, with, with Manscaped, man. Let me tell you a little bit about Manscaped. Manscaped is back, baby. We love Manscaped. And they are the best. Manscaped is now selling beard products. That's right. You know that. I've told you about it. That beard hedger, man, I love it. It's amazing. Brett stole mine, but I got my own. It's great. You got to shape your beard. Manscaped, you can do it. You got to uh, go on over to manscaped.com. Use that code big thing. Get 20% off for free shipping. Tame your mane. You don't want that weird beard. It's amazing. I love it. It's got a titanium-coated tea blade. It's awesome. There's beard shampoo and conditioner. It's like Christmas. It's so awesome. It's got beard oil, beard balm. It's got, it, it, like They knew exactly what to do by creating this thing. It's a, I mean, it's... It's like Skynet created this thing. It's so good. It's it's how they have come up with this technology to make it so wonderful on that beard. I don't know. And Miles Dyson working over there. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with free gifts, three of them, beard brush, a comb, and scissors. So people who want to get their beard looking nice, that's how you do it. 20% off, free shipping. Use that code big thing. At manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. But use that code big thing. Manscaped Beard Hedger. It's one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. All right. Once again, thank you to our friends over at Manscaped. Hey, when you, a lot of people always asking how you can help out the show, help yourselves out, man. Manscaped's fantastic. That beard trimmer is no joke. So use that code. Use the code. Get yourself that beard trimmer today. You are going to love it. Thanks again to Manscaped. All right, so then, as we saw, smoke bomb goes off, and you're like, what is going on? What's happening? And they pop Joel in the back, in the back of the head. He's, they knock him out, and he's out. He wakes up in the hospital, and this is when it all goes down. This is when it all goes down, and you're like, oh, because I'm going to tell you, like I've said this before. I said this, and somebody commented, and I'm going to be kind of all over the place with the ending here. 
But someone commented a little while back because I had said the post-apocalyptic shows. What always what always bothers me is like there's there's it, there's never there's never a happy ending. It always stays the way it is, and there's no cure, and they can't do it, and they can't they they can't fix themselves. It's always this bleak ending. And someone said, "Oh man!" And someone had spoiled it in a way, and said, "Oh man, if you don't like bleak endings, you're not going to like this." Mm-mm. Uh, not the case because the difference is this. There is a solution. There is a cure, and it is right there. It just happens to be that the guy we're rooting for fucks it all up. But it was there. It's not like, oh, well, it never existed. Like, I think in, and again, I, and I loved what they did in Walking Dead, and now that's what fit that show. But I remember, like, Eugene kind of lied about it or something, too. I, I can't remember the, the full thing, but there's a lot of those shows that a lot of times it's always like, there's just, it's always bleak, and it's never, you're never going to, there's no cure. It's over. That's just the way the world is now. There is a possibility here. It's just love gets in the way, purpose gets in the way, and and I get it. There's a lot of people who don't get it. I get it. Now, would I have made the, the same choice with my actual daughter or someone that filled that void, you know, in a, in a situation like this? I probably would. And I understand there's a lot of people that probably say, well, that's selfish. I think that's pretty clear. I think that's pretty clear that it's selfish. I think it's pretty clear in general. But I also think it shows Joel doesn't give a shit about humanity. Joel cares about whatever he believes that this girl is the good part of humanity. And it's his purpose and his love and what he wants to do and the reason why he's alive. So it's all that combined. He's seen all the darkness and everything else too. So why you want to save these people? So, um, but in the other side of it, it's too, it's like you could have, you could have helped and gotten more people like Ellie down the line. So it, it's, I understand. I understand it. I get it. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. He wakes up, and when we see Marlene, we're like, okay. So, and I do have a beef with Marlene as well, too. I, I don't think she should have gotten taken out the way that she did, but I, I do I do have a beef with Marlene because Marlene has has this conversation. She's like, okay, well, you know, we took, we took her away. There's a lot here that Marlene does wrong because the Fireflies, they are fighting for the right thing. They're trying to save the world. I get it. It's noble. It's what they should be doing. And she's like, listen, I owe you. I've never wanted to be in debt to you, but you did the right thing. And they say it in the, in the posting. She knows this is a different Joel. This is a Joel that has an attachment to this kid now, and she never in a million years thought that would happen. But he does. And here's what Marlene did wrong, I think. First of all, Joel is 100% right that Ellie should have been given the choice. Ellie should have been said, like, because, because the difference is here. If Joel and Ellie are all around having a conversation and Marlene goes, well, here's the deal. You're going to, you're going to go under the knife, but you ain't coming out, but you're going to save the world. And Ellie says, then that's my choice. And I'm going out and I'm going to do that because she very well might've, she very well might've. And if she says that, and then Joel does what he does, well then, and, you know, a lot of people already think Joel was in the wrong. But it was Ellie's choice. And then there's there's no, there's then then there's no one that should be saying what Joel did was right. Because Ellie, if she says, that's my choice, I decided to do that, that's my life, I want to make sure 
that I'm going to help these people out and I'm that they've told me my my circumstance. I want to do that, but they never gave her that choice. So Joel has the argument to say, you never had that conversation with her. You just assumed because that's what you wanted to do that you're taking this away from me. Plus, you didn't even let me say goodbye to her. You didn't even let me have that conversation. So there is that argument to be made for it to where I think Marlene made the wrong call there. And I, and I don't think it was the right call at all to do it that way. And I think it ultimately led to this. And the other side of it is what she did wrong is if you see this guy freaking out the way that he's doing, you just knocked him in the head to get him here. Knock him in the fucking head again and dump him, let him, let him wake up in Boston. Why in the world would you walk him out? Why would you do that? She's, because I, she's a good person. She's like, no, look, you just hit him in the stomach. I get it. But he's emotionally attached, so we're going to be good here. Hit him in the head, knock him out, put him in a suitcase, and dump him somewhere. You know what he can do. You've been around him, but you decided not to. And you, and you handled this the wrong way, Marlene. So he walks out, and she said, hey, listen, walk this guy out, and if he does anything, shoot him in the dick like RoboCop. They said, isn't that a little harsh? She didn't say that, but maybe she should have. Maybe he wouldn't have done what he did because he didn't want to get shot in the dick. But anyway, he's walking through, and he's thinking. He's thinking of how he's going to do it because now he's making, he is making the choice now. It is now, as I mentioned, this is what I love about this. The light is gone. That The guy that we met in the beginning of the show is back, and I think the reason why he's back is because there is a real possibility, if he doesn't get to Ellie in time, that that is who is going to take over his personality forever. And it's there. And he's already, and it's like he's in the controls. And he's going to, and and the, the guy we just saw goofing around, asking for puns, and cracking jokes, and looking at the can of uh, Chef Boyardee, looking at giraffes and whatever, that guy's gone. He, the, the controls are off for him and this lunatic is back and man oh man this is like terminator style what he does he walks down and now he just takes this guy out and the second this this is the first part of you know what is coming you like they could have set something up to where you where you know okay well he shot the guy in the leg because that's what he does first he shoots him in the leg and that's what the writers very cleverly again brilliant writing when he shoots him in the, he shoots the first guy, and you're like, okay, that's for survival thing. Now he shoots the second guy in the leg. You know, maybe, maybe it's he's just gonna wound the fireflies because the fireflies are fighting the right fight. And he says to him, "Where is she?" And he goes, "I'm not telling you nothing." He goes, "I don't have time for this." And shoots the guy in the head. And you said, "That's the that okay." Well, he's in Cuckoo Town right now, and now it is rage and desperation and love all taken and he's just picking people off and it reminded me of that scene in terminator when he's going through the police station he is just taking people out left and right and taking no prisoners people are putting their hands up going okay you got me taking them out making sure that they're on the floor taking them out he's like and what they really did in that is so powerful in this scene you guys may or may not know again if first time watching I'm a big music guy. So the music in this scene, it like swells and it almost overpowers, definitely a conscious choice by the director. Uh, It overpowers 
the sound. And the sound design in this entire episode is great. There's even the beginning of when Marlene finds her mom, you could hear her kind of singing in the background. If you put headphones on, it's the way the sound design is amazing. But this particular scene, when he's walking through and he's got it, and the music is overpowering the scene because they want that emotion of the music to hit you. It's like this desperation moment of like, there is no coming back from this. This is all driven by love, whether you agree with it or not. Like I saw it. And I got it. Like, I understood why he was doing it. I still was going, no, dude, no. But I get it. But no. You know, like, I'm going, because you're like, you could, there had to, there was a better way. There was a better way. And I still, I think Marlene could have, they could have all, they could have talked about this. They could have talked about it. But as a parent, I'm going, I, I get it. I get it. But no, you're, the way you're doing it, it's like, shoot somebody in the leg take their guns away. It's like, he's just, but no, he, he doesn't care. He does not care about these people. He does not care about humanity. He cares about Ellie. And it was very clear. And he's going through and he's just picking people off and taking them out left and right. Poor bastard. I shot him right in the eye. Poor guy. Um, and then this, this is, this was, this was the tough one. This was the, this was the toughest one for me. Although, I do have, I have a little bit of, I have some problems with this particular, the, the way that the fireflies set this up. He walks in to the pediatric surgery and he walks into the, and he sees it. There is nobody, there is nobody guarding outside. Now people are going to go, well, yeah, they heard the gunshots and they ran down the hall. Dumb. There should be five to six people guarding that door all the way around. If it's that important. There should be five or six people guarding that door going, hey, there's a possibility that this lunatic's going to come in here or anybody's going to come in here, raiders, whoever, guard the door. Because he walks in and the guy goes, hey, how'd you get in here? I, I just walked in. I had to kill a bunch of people, you know, on the way up. But there's nobody by the door. There, it wasn't even locked. There wasn't a dog. There wasn't a cat. There was nothing. I just walked right in. He's like, oh, but I'm not going to let you take her. He's like, well, you are because I have a gun and now I'm going to shoot you in the head. And he pops this guy and you're like, whoa, that's the guy that could have saved everything. He's gone now. That's the guy. Now, here is the biggest thing with the detail of the show that normally I would say, well, I don't know if they're going to play on this, but this show plays on everything. And what I mean is this. He tells me, he goes, okay, now you saw I just took out your buddy. Un, untie her now. And they do immediately. And I love this little detail. He's like, wrap her arm. She's bleeding. Wrap her arm. And they do. And he says, turn around. He does, these are the only two people he does not kill. So if anybody's going to rat him out to Ellie, now again, people who have played the game for game two might already know the answer to this. Do not spoil it in the comments. Um, but they could come back because they're the only two. They're the only two because that's the Ellie asked. She goes at the end, you swear that that story you told was true. Well, these two can, are the only two people right now that can say not true. Only two, but he picks her up, takes out. Yeah. That's brutal. When they t- took that doctor out and the doctor, the doctor was, you know what, this is what I loved about the show. 
they were trying to do the right thing. They were trying to do the right thing. These were not like evil people just trying to do experiments on her. They were just, it was, it was brain surgery and she wasn't coming back from it, but they could, but again, they didn't give her the choice. She probably would have taken it. You give her the choice. It's a very different outcome all the way around. Joel would probably try to talk her out of it. Joel would probably try to talk her out of it. And then she has that conversation the same way that she did. Like, listen, you know, I need you to go. I'm going to do, I'm going to do this thing. Thank you for everything. And then that's it. But they didn't tell her what it was. That wasn't right. They didn't tell her what it was. Um, so Joel carries her out, and this is this is the the way that they shot this and this whole scene. Again, showing that Marlene is a good person overall and understanding what Joel is doing and the promises that she made her mother to keep her safe and all this stuff. She could shoot Joel right in the back. Doesn't do it. Tries to talk him and talk some sense and going, I know where you're coming from. After all this, we can still figure it out. Just let her go. You know, let, let's figure this out. We can still do it. And then it cuts, and this is what I love about this. It cuts to the scene of him, like, you, you know that he didn't let her go. You, you know it. You, you, you pan over and you see him just kind of sitting there. He would have been a lot more upset. And then she's laying in the back. She wakes up and he tells her, Bold face lie. And he does it convincingly. Cause it's so much so that I believed it. He's like, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of other infected just like you. And it didn't work. Oh yeah, by the way, and some raiders conveniently, the raiders came in. You don't have your clothes, we'll get you some new clothes. We got this car though. Everybody's but everybody's dead. I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm leans, and yeah, didn't work out for her. And we see why it didn't work out for her. Because he's carrying her through, and then he just she he pulls the gun, pops her in the stomach. And then this is this is the most devastating because, again, it's that cold stare where she's like, no, 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 listen, let me go. She's like, no, you're just going to come after her. Doesn't, not even another thing. Either the relationship they had or not, gone, takes her out. It has nothing to do with anything except Ellie. And then he kind of, and then, and then the controls of the lunatic go away and he, he's back to, who he was, and you see Elliot, she's waking up, and this was that, that humor again, the conversation, he starts telling her, she, she's bummed again, because like, to her, as we, this is a, as I keep complimenting the writing on it, it's so brilliant, where, you, you, now you see the light in his eyes, why? Because of the purpose, and you see her starting to, that, that light that was coming back, before they got captured, gone, why? Because her purpose is gone, it's all about purpose for these two, and she doesn't know what the hell she's going to do now. She's like, she's so upset about this. And everything she thought was that was supposed to be is now taken from her and it's gone. And Joel starts talking to her about his daughter. And this was hilarious when he's just like, ah, you know, you guys are really, you guys would like each other. You're similar, but different. Well, how different? Well, she was pretty girly. Well, not that you're not girly. She's like, I'm not. Yeah, you're not. You're not. And the chemistry between the them and the back and forth and these moments that they're having as they're looking out there and like the, the, the kind of this beacon of hope, if you will. And they're having this conversation and she opens up and tells her about people that, you know, the, how she had to kill her friend, how she had to do all these things and, and how it's, and he's like, this shit's not on you. What you, what you did. It's like, it, again, as a dad protecting. And she, she goes, tell me exactly. Tell me what, what happened? Swear to me. She knows. She said, and Bella Ramsey says as much in the after thing. She knows that Joel, Joel did it, but she wants to hear him 
say it just to at least convince her otherwise. And he goes, no, I swear. I, 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 I didn't do, I didn't, I'm not lying. What I said happened, happened. And she goes, okay. And that's the end of it. It's a perfect ending for this season. Now, Season two is apparently going to be stretched into, or excuse me, game two is going to be stretched into season two and season three. That's the rumors anyway. Um, and I don't know how many years afterwards it takes place, but this sets it up wonderfully. I'm still, I'm, I'm debating on whether or not to go play the game first because now I, I just, I want to continue this story. I tell well that this, this show did that. I want to actually be a game, the game player for the whole season now of season two and three going into it and see because this to me is the best adaptation of a video game ever there's there's no doubt about it now don't start saying well no sonic did a good sonic was a good movie sonic 2 was a good movie but based off the actual the actual interpretation of the game itself no completely different there's no james marston character running around there there's no story beats that they kind of take and maneuver him and, and you know do different things with uh pikachu no different mortal Kombat, different um these there's there's this is the game that was as true with new things to add that has ever been done ever now will god of war do the same thing i don't know we'll see but this was this was such wonderful acting writing directing editing sound design all of it it's a near perfect show it really is it, it was so so wonderfully done and I'm so glad that I got a chance to play the game. Definitely going to finish the game. And then people, do me a favor in the comments section of this episode. Let me know if you want me to review the game. If enough people want me to review it, I'll do it. If not, I'll just talk about it on an episode of Big Thing maybe for a couple minutes. But it's up to you guys. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was it. It was, uh, it was a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic episode. And I'm really, really happy that I uh, had an opportunity to watch this show. And I'm glad that you guys were enjoying me talking about it. Um, what a year for Pedro Pascal already. We're not even, we're just barely into three months of the year so far. He's having a hell of a year with this and The Mandalorian. Bella Ramsey, everyone else, so good. And speaking of uh, Pedro Pascal, you know, I've been doing straight uh, reviews on, on Mandalorian, spoiler reviews, uh, immediate reactions. We had an interview with Katie Sackhoff. We're giving away a signed Bo-Katan helmet. If you go and watch the interview, you can find out how, and she'll be actually announcing the winner when she comes back in the studio in April. And yeah, and I have, I'm going to be doing an out of the theater reaction of Shazam Fury, of the gods tomorrow. So that and more on this episode of big thing, but thank you guys so much for joining me here on the episode. We're also, we're available on Spotify. So you can we do video on Spotify. So you can check us out there. Once again, man, almost there. We should be at 70 by the end of the day, hopefully. And then we have this bad boy coming up. That's next. You guys are first to see it. You're the first to see that 100,000, but we're not, we're not putting that up yet. That's going to replace that once, we, once we've hit 70,000. So thank you guys so much for joining me again. I, I appreciate it. And sorry for the late spoiler review, but, um, but we got it done. And I'm going to be live streaming a little later on the Christian Harlow from Friends channel, so I hope you join me probably around like 4 p.m. PST. Sounds about right. Thanks again, guys. I appreciate you on the big thing. This is me. You're you. And thank you to our friends over at Manscaped. See you soon.
you need parts, O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 